Hey y'all, it's your girl Charity B and welcome to the I'm Enough Mastering Self-Love Podcast. This podcast was designed for both men and women who are in the process or wanting to start their self-love journey. Here we discuss many topics related to self-love that promotes healthy habits that will help support your mental and emotional health, boost self-confidence, and self-worth. So get ready, this is something you don't want to miss. If you like what you hear in this episode, feel free to DM me and leave comments on my Instagram page at im.enoughmsl. The podcast is also available on YouTube. The link will be in my description box as well as on my Instagram page. Hey y'all, welcome back to the I'm Enough Mastering Self Love Podcast. It's your girl, Charity B. If you are new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and turn on your post notifications, as well as share the podcast with your loved ones, your associates, and your family and friends. Um, As I always say, you know, tell your mama, your daddy, your sister, your brother, your cousins, your uncles, your aunties, uncles, and all of that. I think I said uncles already, but it's okay. Um, Grandmas and grandpas, tell everybody because we all need to boost our self-confidence. We always need to learn how to love on ourselves a little bit more. So it's important to share these things with other people we care about, you know, and people probably you don't really care about, but you know that they need to love on themselves a little bit more. They'll be a little more further in life, you know, share with them as well. So with that being said, um, as usual, I hope you guys have had a great week and I hope it continues to be great and I hope you ain't have to work too hard. And if you did, um, do not work too hard. Don't overwork yourself and do the bare minimum at these jobs because they don't really care about you. So care about yourself enough to say no. Okay. Um, with that being said, let's go ahead and get into this episode. This is episode number eight. And this one is called family isn't always family. Yes. Yes. We're getting into the nitty gritty. Um, because blood doesn't necessarily mean that they're your real family. Um, you can have somebody who is not a part of your same family bloodline and still love you more than your actual family does and show it that they love you more and care about your well-being more than your actual family does. So blood does not really make you relative. Yes, you think that just because you're born in a bloodline of a family, you think that we have to stay within those boundaries and do whatever it takes to make it work with our family because we were born into this family. But yes, we don't have a choice of who we're born into, but we do have a choice to make or decide when enough is enough and when that family member or family as a whole is becoming too much overbearing as far as hindering you or um, making you feel less than or worthless. Um, And it doesn't even have to be that detrimental. It could be little things that can hinder your personal life because of what your family or family member is doing to you. So we have to get to that point where we are in the mindset just because we were born in something does not mean we have to stay in it. And just because they are our family or just because we remove ourselves for a while does not mean that we don't love them. So we're going to get into the degree of that because I think it's very important and um Family can, I think that's a lot of, I know a couple people, I know a lot of people who kind of struggle with that as far as, and I think that they will be a little further in life with their loving themselves journey um, if it wasn't for some, you know, certain 
guess you could say experience this really so let's get right into it so the first sign that i want to talk about is when we're always there for other people but they fail to be there when we need them and it doesn't have to be just about materialistic things like money because sometimes we do need help some people especially with the prices going up around here you know sometimes you just need a little help until your next check you know but it doesn't have to be materialistic things it could be just asking for some time somebody to take you there somewhere or somebody to watch your child any of those things but it doesn't matter about what you're being what are you asking for it's the fact that they when you need help they aren't there to help you out and i understand life is busy and we can't be there all the time for family members or people we care about because we have our own issues that's totally understandable but every time that you ask it's always something then yes there's a problem because and it's not the fact that you're trying to keep tabs and stuff because you're doing the things out of love and you care about you know the person is asking you for help and you care about them so you're going to do it but it's the fact that nobody likes their time or energy being wasted. So if you keep doing something for somebody and you're not getting anything about it, what it, are you not getting anything back out of it? It's like, what is the use for the relationship? You know, because it's not like I said, it's not because you you're in the relationship to get anything back. But it's like all relationships require 50 50. You know, something has to be given in it in order to the relationship to flourish and to keep going. So if you're just keep getting drained, continues, continuously, somebody takes, 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 you have, you're going to eventually be in a point where you have nowhere, nothing else to give, you know? And it's just like kind of messed up because like I said, your family member is supposed to be in your corner, your your parents or your siblings or whatever, your close, especially your, your close, your intermediate family. They're supposed to be in your corner because I mean, that's the people you really grew up around 24 seven. So you would expect them to be there for you in your time of need and it's just you get to that point where it's like well why when i need help it's a problem you always complain about it and there are people who do it but they complain about it that's still toxic because you're not giving you're not trying to make the relationship work you're just worried about what you can give out of it get out of it which is messed up because like like i said nobody wants to waste their time or energy Okay, the second sign or the second, yeah, the second sign I would say is making cruel and critical remarks. Now, when they talk about your physical appearance, whether it's like if you, oh yeah, you put on some weight, it's like, okay, I can see obviously. So it's like, why are you telling me that I gained weight? Like, what was the, the reason for gaining, you know, telling me that? Because it's like, I can see it. You know, and a lot of people, not just women, men too, if they see they put on some weight, obviously they feel bad about themselves that they didn't attend, intentionally want to gain weight, you know? So it's like, obviously I see it, obviously it's going to make you feel some type of way because you're not used to that big old change that has happened, even if it's a small change, any kind of weight gain. So it's like, it's going to make me feel bad if you bring it up. And then bringing it up in front of other people is just even more worse. So it's just like... What was the point? You know, things like that, physical appearance, on how you dress, talking about how you dress, or just how you look in general. It doesn't even have to be physical. It could be um, talking about your um, relationship status, or why you don't ever have a boyfriend or girlfriend. Um, like just trying to get your bitch, trying to figure that out, or why aren't you married yet? Things like that. Or it could be even about your financial status. Um, why, why you never have no money? Like 
stuff like that or even talking about um your shortcomings as far as your career path you went to college why you don't have this type of job or um why you just don't have a job like well, you don't never work or nothing like that you need to get a job things like that when they don't know anything about your actual you know if you're actually trying or not and they probably don't even care the fact that you're trying they just see the obvious that you don't have these things so everybody knows family knows the most about you out of everybody if you don't tell your best friend your whole life story if you don't have a best friend or friends you just tell your whole life story to they know it the most about you they know your whole autobiography before anybody else does so for them to say things like that knowing that it will hurt you is crazy you know i definitely think it's crazy because why are you teasing me for things that you know that can cause serious damage to my thoughts about my own image of myself all it's gonna do is make me feel low about myself or keep thinking oh my gosh she brought it up i don't care what nobody says you may say a lot of things don't get to you but certain things that are negatively said to you do stick with you and it's like oh I remember I can literally pinpoint a lot of times that somebody has said something to me and it's crazy we can pinpoint those things more than we can pin pinpoint the good things that people say those things don't really stick with you it's the negative things that people say so you have to watch what you say to others or what you allow others to say to you defend yourself and I would say this though a lot of people weren't taught how to love so Sometimes we kind of be upset with our parents because they don't know how to talk to us. Because I know I have a friend and she's really, really patient with her family. And I love that because, well, she's a patient person as a whole. But she was like, we were talking about it the last episode we had did, but I had like cut it out because it just wasn't going in the episode. But she was just like, you know, um, somebody had made one of her family members made a remark, but she was like, she understands because her mother wasn't, you know, she wasn't taught to, to love, you know. Even though it's still like, okay, at some point, I can't keep making excuses, excuses for the fact that she wasn't taught how to raise, like, love me or raise me. So it's just when you get to the point where you tell them, okay, I don't like these remarks and they still do it, that's when it's a problem because now you don't really care how you make me feel. You saying it because it gives you some type of gratitude, the fact that you can belittle me and make me feel less than. And a lot of times it's because they'd be jealous of you. A lot of times people don't like you. It can be your own family that don't like you because they're jealous of you, something you have that they don't have, and they try to make you feel less than to make themselves feel better. So that's one. Another, the third one I would say would be lying or denying a lot, okay? it's Especially when it's repetitive, like it's happened more than once. When you do that, all you do is create an atmosphere of distrust. How can I trust anything, you know, you say? And then it makes you think, okay, well, now I'm questioning everything you have said in the past because nothing you say is true. And um, I would say this is an exception to like, you know, uh, if y'all seen them shows where like, I guess I would say, for example, adop adoption. Some people protect their children because they feel like they're not able to handle certain situations at a certain age and i totally get that that's totally fine because you want to protect your child you don't want them to experience the type of hurt so early on and i totally get that but for example adoption like 
I would want to tell my child eventually, like, okay, you were adopted. If I don't tell them straight on, because some people don't do that. But um, they'll wait, like, later. Or they won't tell them at all. And I think it's kind of like, it's some, that's something that's necessary to tell them eventually. And I'm not just saying that that specific thing is necessary. But if there are some things you try to not tell your child because they're not ready to hear it, totally fine but they need to hear it and you know that if they find out later that it would change their aspect or how they think about themselves or give them some room to question who they are it's something you need to eventually tell them when they are the right age because it's nothing like your child finding out something or your family member finding out something that they knew you knew the whole time and they confided you in about or they even didn't even confide in you about but it was just something that they that they knew you knew it could change how they feel towards you they can stop trusting you and you never want to put that person you love in a predicament to question who they are that just starts the whole cycle over again of not knowing how to love yourself how can you love somebody when you're questioning not really your existence, but questioning who you are. I guess you can say questioning your existence, but you never want to put somebody in that spot to where they question who they are or question if you love them or care about them. So to prevent that, I would definitely say, you know, it's okay to protect your kids, but make sure you get to a point, no matter what it is or how bad you may think it is, it's better for them to hear it from your mouth before somebody else tells them or before they find out on their own because that's just a whole nother trouble you could have pure intentions too and they probably wouldn't even care about it because how the consequences or whatever the end result is is just much bigger and more has a more impact on them versus you trying to be protect protect them so that's totally separate but i'm talking specifically when they lying and denying about small things like um, taking stuff from you or lying that they did something or told on you or something and things like that. Things where it becomes like, okay, now it's starting to affect me or it's starting to cause trouble in my life because you keep lying and denying things. Or some people deny and lie to manipulate you in order to get what they want. So that's specifically what I'm talking about. Um, the fourth way that I would say as well would be silent treatment. Everybody has been in this predicament, y'all. I know y'all have, but y'all sit, you know, you get into it with your parents or they do something to make you mad and you're like, I'm not talking to her or I'm not talking to him. And I'm like, I'm finna just be quiet. You ain't got to talk to me no more. You ain't got to worry about me no more. And then all of a sudden they be like, um, you hungry or you want some food or you want to stop at McDonald's when McDonald's was a thing back then because nobody eats McDonald's now. Um, but, um, yeah, and you'd be like, I mean, I guess I can eat something, you know. I guess I'm not that mad no more. I'm still not talking to you, but I'm going to eat. <laughs> See, that's fine. That's positive parenting or that's, you know, that's positive because you still cared about me and cared if I was hungry despite the fact that we just got into it and, I'm and you know, I'm still mad at you. But it comes... It comes. It becomes toxic when the parent is the one giving you the silent treatment. Like I'm not. I'm not talking to you. Especially when you're a little child. You don't. You. Why would you give a little child or even your anybody you take care of silent treatment? Like what is that? What are you doing out of that? What are you getting out of that? Basically, but that's that's when it come becomes a problem. That's when it becomes a problem because. 
if you cared about me, and like I said, a lot of times people do these things to manipulate you to do things that you want, they want you to do. Because if you cared about me, you wouldn't be that quiet. You wouldn't be sitting here trying to like be quiet so you can make sure I do what you want to do, you know? So it's like, if it wasn't a big of a deal, even if it's a big a deal, but you care about me enough, we should be able to talk about it and squash the beef. But a lot of times when the parents are like giving you side treatment or their family just giving you silent treatment in order for you to do something, whether it's to give them money or to do something for them, then that's when it becomes wrong. They know that you have a soft spot for them. So they're going to use that silent treatment to manipulate you in order to give them or do what they want you to do. The fifth reason that I would say um, another toxic sound would be general generalizing during an argument, saying things like, or using terms like, it never works out. You always do this. Why are you so emotional? Things of that sort. Doing Using vague, and they know, they use those vague accusations because they know it's harder to dispute. They know that, oh, you are an emotional person because you'd be like, well, why, how, how am I emotional? I'm expressing how I feel. And I would expect you to listen because I thought you cared about me. And in order for me to continue to be around you, I have to let you know how I feel so you can stop doing those things. But people often deflect. So they use those things and be like questioning like you're the problem or like making you feel like, yeah, like you're the issue or like they were like basically causing some type of um, hindrance on them because you're telling them how you feel. And that's not how that should be. That's not, if I feel bad about something and I know you care about me, I will let you know that you said something that hurt my feelings. That's the only way that I will not feel some type of way towards you, am I right? So yeah, I think that's one. Another way I would say is comparing you to other family members to create conflict. We often see this on TV quite often. And like saying, for instance, the parent is saying, why you can't be like your brother or more like your sister or more like your cousin or trying to recognize their accomplish where they accomplishments are something similar to what they know that you're trying to accomplish in order to recognize your shortcomings. Such as look at Grace, she's a doctor. Um, why aren't, well, you know, like she's doing so well and all of this and praising everything she has going on. When your parents or that family member knows for a fact, it can be your aunt and uncles praising their own children to make the cousin feel less than or whatever. It doesn't matter how it's going. It's just putting family members against each other in order to make you feel less than. And all it does is make you compete with somebody uh, or you try to compete to do better than them every time. And it's, in reality, there's no competition because the other family member probably not even competing against you. It's more so like you're competing against them and they just in their own world. Now, sometimes, you know, it can be pro uh, those instances where parents pin their siblings or family member against each other and it actually creates competition because you kind of like... I don't want to say you kind of like like make them or you groom them to believe that that's okay and that's where the competition comes from so and it, that's when it's like not wrong why do you have to put some make somebody feel more than the other person when that's not the case nobody's worthless nobody's blessed in people's struggles just different everybody has a different struggle different path we all got to go through different things to get where we're supposed to be and you never know i might have to go through my struggles in order to get to where 
grace is or further i might go further than grace i'm just in a little situation right now i just need to get my stuff together you know so yeah people family members or parents tend to create these jealous or envious uh scenarios in order to like have uh resentment flourish in the relationship they probably don't even want y'all relationship to flourish if they do did see that y'all were getting along at one point and they just want y'all to cause conflict between each other it could be things like that but that's when it becomes like okay well why why are we doing having a competition and we don't need to we supposed to be family and it kind of takes the two people who are being pent against each other to come to realization like this was not needed it wasn't it, it why we don't have to be doing this and when the sooner you realize that the sooner y'all can remove that person from y'all life that is trying to cause that conflict between y'all um another one is trying to like change the tables or change uh Turn the tables on you during an argument. They try to deflect <laughs> by bringing something up from your past when they know it's something that you're going to probably be stunt by or won't have like a reply about. For example, you know, people, drugs is a thing. So if you have a parent that's on drugs and you're like, okay, well, you need to go to rehab. You have a really bad, nasty habit. You probably won't say it like that, but you're like, okay, well, but I, you need to go to rehab. I care about you enough to take you to rehab so you can get yourself together. And they deflect by telling you, you know, you're a bad parent or, you know, talk about something that you failed to do in your life when they know it's something that is, you know, sensitive to you. They do anything below the hit to below the belt in order for you to not tell them about themselves you know in order for you to get you to be quiet and leave them alone that's toxicity uh another one is making you feel bad about feeling bad back to why are you so emotional like okay i feel bad you know i'm letting you know i feel bad like i said because i would expect you to care about how i feel as a person i expect you to change or like try not make me feel that way because you care about me as well right i would hope so but um when that happens it kind of makes you feel like you were a burden to them it makes you feel like okay well maybe i shouldn't have said nothing but it's like why why do you need to feel like that you shouldn't feel like that you should have said something if anybody is making you feel bad or making you feel it about yourself or having you overthink about anything and they're supposed to be in your life and they're supposed to care about you you're supposed to speak up that's how it works the only way that because it only does if you don't speak up it'll probably cause you to build up some resentment towards them or be angry towards them or it might make you feel different about yourself you know it might make you say maybe i'm tripping maybe i'm doing a lot sometimes you're not the issue you know so if you are in that predicament like okay you don't think that somebody just because they try to make you feel bad about that doesn't know you are totally right in feeling how you feel they often even say things like why don't you let it go messed up because anytime you express your hurt or your pain it can be painful to do that because nobody likes to talk about things that hurt them you know and sometimes if you are that person to gain the courage to even speak about it and then they just brush it off it's like all right bet i'm not especially if you're like me i'm like all right i'm not telling you nothing else you ain't gotta worry about me no more like i'm just like that type of person i won't say nothing else to you forever 
And wow. it shouldn't be like that because all it does really is just, I would say, it don't make me mad, but it does like that relationship will change forever because we won't talk about nothing other than the surface level because I won't let you get under me, get in, get deep like that again and to brush my feelings off like that, like it didn't matter again. And it shouldn't be like that. Changing the intended goal. So a lot of parents, not a lot of parents, but toxic parents, you know, they set these standards of where, what you should do. And when you don't meet those standards or you don't accomplish those things, they tend to belittle you. Now, what happens if you meet that goal or you do, you're like, I finally did it. You know, I finally did what you said I couldn't do. And they're like, well, that's nice, but you missed this. Or they be like, well, you didn't do this. Or you didn't meet this goal though, but you did. And it's like, well, you didn't praise me for the goal I did reach, for the things that you have taunted me for, for years, for complained about that I was short. I fell short in this area for years. And when I finally get it, it's not enough. Do you know how, how that would make somebody feel? How hopeless you would be after that? After you finally met, you finally got to the cracker and then they're like, it's not enough. You don't have enough to buy it. They went up on the price. It's like, but I thought I did it. You just crushed all that hope they did have. Like that would, that feels so wild. I don't know. There's, I just know it feels bad, but it's like people who love you are not supposed to make you feel that way. It is so crazy how much power we can give people that we love and don't even realize it, how detrimental it can be to us. That is like the wildest thing that I'm just, I'm just thinking about it. Number nine, because I think that's what we own, number nine. I would say probably they use harsh threats and language or violence. Nobody ever supposed to put their hands on you. Nobody ever supposed to be, have, do like physical in intimidation or even calling you names. Especially as a child, calling you names and stuff just to make you do something or make you, like, I guess, harden up. No, that's not a thing. You shouldn't have to, like, beat on me or intimidate me in order for me to do something. I feel like all that does is just... That would make me go... Make some, anybody go insane. Seriously. I remember watching, like, this Law & Order SVU episode. And the dad would, like... He was so hard on them I guess emotions wasn't a thing and I remember like he had went to school like he took him out shooting I guess they were supposed to shoot a deer and the little boy couldn't do it the little brother couldn't do it and so when he went to school the next day he was bleeding you know from the back basically he was assaulted but his father sexually assaulted him because he was like he wasn't man enough to kill the deer and it was so much psychological and emotional damage going on that he was so scared of his dad. Like he was so scared of his dad. And they did, SVU did everything they could to like lock the daddy away, but they couldn't. And if the boy finally had enough, he was so scared. He wanted to show his daddy he wasn't man, he was so man enough. He took the gun and he went to school and shot up the whole school. And it was just crazy. But it just goes to show like, that doesn't do anything for them. It doesn't have positive, like it doesn't leave a positive feeling or a positive feedback on on the situation. It only that would make people go crazy because you're not you're not meant to treat them like that. 
in order to make them be better in life. You have to be nice to them. You have to show compassion. Love is what gets us to be better or become better humans. Compassion, love, all that empathy. That's what will mold you into being a, a better human. And I'm not saying a little hardness, a little toughness is um, totally bad because sometimes you do, you can't just give them everything and that's when they become too sensitive. And I believe that's why the world is too sensitive now because of that. You do need to show a little hardness, little real, because everything is not going to be like that. Everything's not going to be rainbow skittles and all of that. It's not going to be loving and all of that. So it's good to have a little harshness but like physical intimidating intimidating them to make them be better no that's not no domestic violence no none of that it's okay um being passive um, the number one was being passive aggressive behavior guilt trips backhanded conversations stuff like that no that is not okay that's toxic behavior telling everyone in your family your business oh my gosh y'all know this is quite often my mama never really just did that to me not from I remember like something that was so personal she know it wouldn't be like that um I've never had that issue but people have those issues where they mamas and daddy just be telling all their business um and trying to use your favorite well it's okay I don't want to say it's okay I feel like if it's a big problem and you and you don't like it I would say something about it but because sometimes they just be like talking just to talk but some people do it because they want to form bonds with other people. They use your failures and your shortcomings to create a conversation and bondage with another family member. That's weak. <laughs> You're using my failures and my where I fall short to bond with another person. This is how you bond over my failures. Like, do you know how weird that sounds? Sounds very weird. It's giving toxicity. It's giving red flag. I wish I had a red flag. I would wave it. Because, no. Why are you bonding over something I fail at doing? Weird. The number 12 would be gaslighting you. Causing you to doubt your own understanding of reality. Denying that the abuse is really happening or not as bad as it seems. Like, for instance, you were saying something that happened to your childhood. And they're like, well, that really didn't happen. Or you're making this up per usual. Making it seem like you're delusional or you always make things up. No. Because nine times out of ten, you're telling the truth. They just don't want to hear the truth and they don't like the truth. So they prefer you not to say nothing about it. So they just be like, oh, you're pretending or you're, you know, you lying per usual. You're making stuff up. You're always making stuff up. Like you delusional when you're really not. Um, another would be ignoring your boundaries. You tell them how this makes you feel and you said, well, I don't want you to do this i don't like the way i don't like this when you do that it makes me feel like this and they're still like okay i understand and then go back and do it again you're ignoring my boundaries no i said don't do this don't do this those things not respecting your wishes your personal space and even how you raise your kids because often sometimes you might raise your child a certain way and your grand your mother or grandmother whoever's watching your child doesn't agree so they do what they think is right when that's not their child that is crossing boundaries you do not do that you don't do anything that may be your family member but that's not your child you didn't birth that child so you don't have the right to make those decisions that you know for a fact the parent would not be okay with um playing the blame game would be another one always throwing the blame on you just making it seem like everything's your fault well are you confronting them about something they do and they're like, well, you do this. 
you assume you would do this or stuff like that or saying like uh what's a good example i guess you're letting someone know that when they um they don't like to take um criticism quite easily and they're all like well you need to heal you're not good at healing you're always backlashing it but it's like okay we were not talking about me were we so things like that so don't think that parents are just toxic siblings can also be toxic too like i said you when you see things like this as a child you kind of go off basically what your parents do or whoever is raising you your guardian raising you or people around you so it's like you're only were taught to do this you thought it was okay to compete with your sibling or you thought it was okay just because your mother or your father always complains about this person always needing help and stuff you thought that's how it goes it's like okay well since my parent thinks this or my guardian thinks this or my other family thinks this it must be true and it's irritating so um they can always they can often like side with your parents like yes you always need money or you always need help why you always need this da, 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 da. and it's like you supposed to be my sibling you supposed to you know be helping me making these side come 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 um comments talk about mom or dad was right about you you always making stuff up you always need help just come just repeating the cycle you know and it's just like it can be very contagious and it can be like the mom or daddy started it can go on to the siblings and they all just feel that way to you at this point you become an outsider and it's messed up because they really think that you're inconveniencing the family when that's not the case so those are like signs that show that okay or that you can tell that you have a toxic parent toxic sibling or toxic family member it doesn't have to be your immediate family it can be your other family members too now since we know these red flags what can we do about that to prevent these things or prevent having these what can we do to make it better basically so i would say this sometimes we have to learn to love ourselves enough to not want to put ourselves through these next these unnecessary changes um we have to realize just because we distance ourselves from family members does not mean that we don't love them we just want better for ourselves we realize that being around you actually doesn't do anything no good for me so uh you have to remove yourself it doesn't mean you love them any less it just means that i care about my well-being more to want to distance myself i try to make it work and but if you keep trying to make it work and it doesn't work that means you need to remove yourself it's obviously you're wasting your time like you're just wasting your time you need to remove yourself we don't pick the family we're raised in like i said we don't do that but we can we do have a choice to decide if we want to stay in that continuous cycle just because your blood family doesn't mean anything you can find good friends who treat you way better than your actual family does and that's crazy and you're not even related they can care about you so much better or more than your actual family that's your real family be content with the fact that if you find someone who loves you more than that that's your family build on that start a family with that person if you can if it's a male or female if that's if it leads that way or you know even if it doesn't it doesn't even have to be intimately to be considered a make your own family it could be like somebody you call your sister like your best friend or one of your friends like at this point y'all sisters at this point are brothers you don't have to 
you know, you don't have to be in that same continuous cycle of thinking, oh, I was born into this family, so I have to make it work. Well, you don't. I'm here to tell you that. You don't have to make it work just because you were born into something. Start being comfortable with trying to make your own family. You know, if you have people that love you, that's your real family. They care about you. They love you unconditionally. They respect you. They respect your boundaries. They respect you or love you even when you do things that it just feel like you can't. You feel like, oh, the, although you can't be loved anymore. But love on those people. Love on yourself as well. We can't control other actions, but we can control what we allow around us. We have to remember that. Detachment is always hard to do, but and it can be easy because you're you're you just it's a bond you made, especially if you've been around these people for so long. It's like it's hard to detach, but you have to sit down and weigh your options out. Like that's do I need to detach? What are the pros or cons around me being around this person? Are the cons outweighing the the pros? What benefits am I getting from this relationship? That's what you need to do. And that's what goes to say, when do we know when we need to detach? That's how we will know. Sit down and do the pros and cons. Now, if you're sitting here and out of all the things I've mentioned, you're like, well, my family is not that bad. No toxic trait or toxic sign that I mentioned is greater than the other. They're all equal in my book. If you have experienced any of this or any of these signs, are you seeing it in your family? You're sitting back and you're questioning it and you have room. Before I even mention anything, you have room in your head to be like, I think I have a family, toxic family member or this kind of applies to me. Then you need to sit down and consider these things, whether you need to detach from somebody in your family or not. And I'm not saying every, every situation requires detachment because it doesn't. Because a lot of things can be handled if you sit down and just talk it over with somebody. But if it comes to the point where you feel like, oh, I can't talk to this person. They just always deflecting. They always doing something, the littlest things. Then you need to figure out what you, how you need to proceed in order to um, make the situation better. And we don't have to, you know, detached from people doesn't have to be like forever. It doesn't have to be forever. If you need to take some space around away from somebody to see if that is the right thing for you to do. Or if you feel better once you remove yourself, that means you need to keep them at a distance. It's okay to see them at family functions. It's okay to go visit them and stuff and call them. But you ain't got to stay on the phone for two, three hours. A 10-minute call, if that. That is fine. Checking in on them and everything, that's totally fine. Anybody say you have to cut control, like complete ties from somebody, but unless it's just unbearable situation and it's just every time y'all talk, it's just straight negativity. That's different. But if you experience anything out of here, it just out of these signs or you've noticed that, you do need to take the consideration to see, okay, is it really worth it? And if I remove myself, what are the consequences or what are the great things that might come out of this? Are there consequences? Or, you know, do I really need this person? Um, maybe sometimes you are in predicaments where you kind of do need the person at that, at that time. But make it your goal to try to get yourself out of those sticky situations so you won't have to be stuck in situations because this is your predicament right now. You know, we don't want to be stuck. We want nobody. It doesn't feel good to be stuck in a predicament or a place where you feel like, okay, this has no value. I'm just here and I'm stuck here, but I'm not happy. I've been in that place before 
And it's not a good place. It's not a good place. I'm here because I have to be here. And I'm not happy at all. But I tell you this, I motivated myself to get out of that situation. I did everything everything I could possibly to get out of that situation. Girl, I was planning for months trying to get out of a situation. So it's like, we don't have to stay in those situations. We just have to want it enough to get out of the situation. That's what I'm saying. Definitely sit down and just look at everything. Take a moment and sit back and be like, well, weigh out your pros and your cons with this relationship, you know? See if you are getting anything out of it or are you giving too much and they're giving too little? If it's a real big problem, is it affecting you as a person? Is it causing you to have depression, anxiety, or feel less about yourself, or feel any kind of negative feelings about yourself or your self-worth? If that's the case, then you do need to see if you need to detach for a little while, or do you need to detach completely and not have no communication with them, or detach but still keep them, you know, at a far. You know, I'll reach out and check on you. Because sometimes... If if you sit back and take the time away from them and you say, okay, I miss them and they did, I look like I need to have in my life, then okay. That's something that can be talked about, you know. It's something you can discuss with this family member. And then, then, um, then that's fine. But if it's the fact that like, okay, every time I'm around this person, I feel... Like a weight is on my shoulder. I get nervous. I get anxious. I can bite all my fingernails off. Like then no, it's not It's not worth it. It's not worth it to your health. It's not worth it to your mental health, physical, emotional. It's not, it's not worth it. It's too, too much overbearing to keep that person alive. And if you are like, I, I'm not ready to start the detachment stage. Cause I know it's, like I said, it's a hard process. It might take a while for you to get to that point. But if you are that person that kind of like struggles with attachment, then um, I would say write down your points that you want to talk about that person. Talk with that person. Pull out if you got an iPhone. Pull out your notes. I think Android got notes too. I'm not really sure. But pull up your notes. Jot down your talking points, and then think about some things that they say that try to like deflect or counteract what you're talking about and put the blame on you and have questions or comebacks for those remarks they often make towards you like for why you not why you so emotional i'm not answering that i said what i said this is what i said are you going to address what i said and if they just that's how it'll keep you on point with what you're trying to discuss so it prevents them from getting off topic they have no choice but to answer what you're talking about but if you get nowhere with that at this point it is time is no other option left but to try to detach from that situation. But I did this episode to show that like, we don't have to settle for what is given to us. You know, we have the option to change what's around us. And I've seen it so many times where we allow people who's supposed to be in our corner over consume us in a negatively way and let that affect how we move as a person and how we feel about ourselves and if we didn't have those people i'm not saying if we didn't they disappeared or whatever but if we didn't have those people in our lives we'd probably be further than what we were you know and it's like don't don't do that don't 
allow somebody to belittle you and keep like, making you feel less than and add more stress onto your body you're not supposed to go around people who care about you and feel like oh my god it's a weight on my shoulder you're supposed to go around there and feel like a, it's a breath of fresh air and if you are someone who who apparently i mean not apparently but if you are someone who um obtains or one of these traits or you are the toxic person please sit back and and think this over because like i said it is very hard to find good people in your circle it's very hard to have good friends or family members or somebody you can call and be like hey i need you to pick me up i had something happen or i need a couple dollars or whatever it is like i said it doesn't have materialistic or you just need somebody to talk to or whatever it could just be you just need help from them it's nothing like being able to just pick up the phone and know who to call because if you keep overusing that person you keep draining them eventually they're going to get tired and they're going to stop wanting to deal with you because they're not getting anything out of it and like i said it's not because you are looking for something out of the relationship but nobody wants to be in a relationship and invest so much stuff and they're not getting anything out of it eventually if they pour more water into you they're going to die same thing like it's in any relationship significant other best friends regular friends mother and daughter mother and child sibling relationships cousins whatever it doesn't matter if whatever relationship it is if y'all not helping each other out y'all not pouring knowledge into each other or pouring anything good into it the plant is going to die and that's not what if you just have to sit back and look at things it's nothing like losing those those you know those safety lines you know it's nothing like losing that and not having no one to call and being on your own it can be depressing so sit back and look at everything and try to analyze that fact go to that person and tell them how much you appreciate them if you are someone who exhibits one of these signs or does not treat someone that you care about as good as you should um so yes remember that don't take people for granted and don't let people take you for granted you need to realize your worth and don't be scared to remove yourself you isn't nothing like that weight being lifted off your shoulders you'll feel much better about yourself and much of situations around you and you might not even know like if you remove them people or you remove yourself from those people for a while things will start you know happening in your life you'll be able to go to the next step you'll be able to persevere you might be able to get where you were supposed to be or where you've been having troubles with because the more you have these negative things around you like i said if you're not in the right place if you're not in the right time you're not in the situation in your life you're not going to get the blessings that you need you're not going to be able to move to the next the next step because there are people around you or things around you that are hindering you to stay on that same level there's nothing new happening so there's nothing there's no there's no room for improvement because you're so worried about what hannah did said about you or stacy then said about you and or think about you and you're trying to reach their goal that they have for set for on your life when that's not your intended goal you know your goal you need to have your own goal your own mindset for what you want in your life so yes that is what i wanted to say so i hope you guys got 
something out of this episode that stuck to you if you did please drop the comment below and let me know what you liked or what you agree with or something that you have dealt with as far as you know dealing with family members or someone close to you that you consider family if you are someone who experienced this type of things or you know someone who has um being someone who has experienced or seen people you know that have been through these things i have my own opinions but if you are somebody who has you know somebody who's going through these things drop below how do you handle this situation how do you help those people that you care about but see that other people that they care about don't treat them right i would love to hear y'all opinions as well so don't forget to comment as well as like the video and to subscribe if you have not done yet just tap that little subscribe button and also follow my instagram page at im.enoughmsl um keep up with the daily post um and i hope you guys have a great week and weekend because it'll be on friday but yeah enjoy the rest of your your day and i'll see you guys next time bye